I've been flashing back lately to the days before I was a pastor and my expectations of what a pastor looked like and should be. And then when I became a pastor, how I was so afraid I was going to mess up, so afraid I was going to disappoint someone, so afraid I was going to fail at that new role that I failed in another way. I failed to develop safe boundaries and good divisions in my life. And so as a result, I would never say no to anything or anyone. I slept with the phone beside my bed so that I could be reached at any hour of the day and night because I was absolutely positive that to be a pastor, you had to be completely reachable at all times. I worked at this seven days a week and never took a moment to myself. I would take phone calls during dinner when my family was around the table and allow that to interrupt family time. I would overschedule myself and overcommit myself. And I learned very slowly and the hard way that in order to be a healthy pastor and be healthy for your congregation that you serve, you really need to develop some good healthy habits. And among those habits would be developing good boundaries in your life. And so I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about um, that whole idea of pastors taking a day off, taking a time off, even maybe taking some vacation time and getting away from your church a little bit and what that entails. It actually took me quite a while to come to the realization that it was okay for pastors to have a day off. You may call it a Sabbath or a day off, but a period of time in which you don't have any work-related, task-related events on your calendar. Stuff will come up, stuff will happen, emergencies happen. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a period of time in your life in which you have no meetings scheduled, you have no emails to answer, you don't take any phone calls that are related to work unless they're emergencies, and you get to define what's an emergency and what is not. Everybody needs that. In the Bible, we see this kind of period described as a Sabbath, Shabbat, a period of 24 hours in which there's to be no work. It's a time of rest and replenishment and to allow your body to rebuild, allow your spirit to recycle and reset. That's a good thing. And I think pastors sometimes have trouble doing this. We are so ch- we're such people pleasers. We love to be needed. We love to solve problems for people. We love to be there for people. And so If we can be there around the clock for people, we feel validated and we feel feel like we're sort of important in people's lives. But you can't do that forever. So I have tried to carve out in my own life a period of time where there is 24 hours each week in which I just don't schedule or do anything. That's been a little bit problematic at times, 
Um, my time is, uh, my day on Sunday usually ends about sundown on Sunday. We start our day very early in the morning because we are a mobile church and we have to do set up and load in and then load out afterwards and then we come home and sometimes there's follow-up that needs to be done to the service for that day. And In my case, I like to review photos from the day and upload them to social media and we upload a, sometimes a couple of hundred photos from the service every week and I like to review those. Sometimes I review the the live stream to sort of critique and um, follow up on what went on during the service that could have been done differently or better, all of that stuff. So it's about sundown before I'm really done, and I try not to schedule anything on Sunday night or Monday. And that's been a problem a couple of times when there was a men's Bible study that was scheduled on Sunday night, and I said, sorry, can't do it. Sunday nights are sacred. I'm just not going to do it. I rest. I regroup. I can't come. And so um, those things happen, and you need to be able to carve out that time, that sort of sacred space, that 24 hours in which you do nothing. It doesn't have to be on Sunday night. It might be some other day of the week, but you need that time. The difficulty, of course, is how to carve out those boundaries, those safe spaces, that sacred time when you have already set the expectation level that you are available 24-7 to everyone. If you're a new pastor coming into a new church for the first time, this is much easier because you can set that expectation level up front and let everyone know up front that I will need this certain block of time in which I will not be available except for very urgencies and emergencies, and I get to define what's urgent and what is an emergency. But if you've been at a church for a long time, if you're a pastor who's been there for a while, you've already trained people to expect that you're available to them at 2 a.m. or 5 in the afternoon during dinner time or any time that they need you. It used to be that um, I would have people who would always want to stop by and see me on their way home from work right during my family's dinner time. I've had to retrain that into my my friends and my congregation so that they know that that's not a good time. Uh, let's try to do that another time. And I've tried to set that expectation level that this is, this is sacred space. This is a, a time when I need some time to pull back just a little bit from the work routine. And so having set that expectation level differently, it's been much easier on me to have my Mondays basically appointment free. I make an exception every now and then when there's like a pending crisis. But but here's the thing. Sometimes you'll get an urgent text message or a phone call from someone who says, I need to see you right away. Everything is just falling apart. My marriage is falling apart. My family life is falling apart. My kids are going crazy, all this stuff. Let me just remind you that that did not take place overnight. That didn't happen all of a sudden. Their life was not perfect 24 hours ago and suddenly everything fell apart. That's been an ongoing process that has been in the works for a while. And if you delay talking to them for six or eight hours or even a day, it's going to change very little. So you need to take control of your schedule 
And if someone in a car accident or they have a medical emergency and they're in the emergency room, that's a completely different story. But some of the things that people define as emergency situations are just a moment of crisis for them emotionally, but it's not really an urgent emergency situation, and it can wait until your 24-hour period's over. I know that sounds very cold and unfeeling, but it's for the protection of you in the long run, Pastor, so that you can serve longer and not burn out, not get totally disillusioned, and not feel like you don't have a life anymore. You need to carve out those safe boundaries and let people know. Turn your phone on Do Not Disturb or airplane mode. It's okay. I have uh, my own phone settings are that there's people in my inner circle, my immediate family, and those people, they can call through at any time and they'll get through to me. Other people, if they call three times urgently within like a two-minute span, they dial me, they get voicemail. They dial me again, they get voicemail. The third time the call will come through because then I'm going to assume that it's a real emergency if that happens. But other than that, there are periods of time where I turn my phone off. I'm unavailable. And that's for my own mental and emotional health and to allow me to recycle and get back into uh, a good place so that I can serve my congregation. The entire idea of of Sabbath is a biblical idea in which one-seventh of the time is set aside for rest and recuperation and regeneration. And I think we can even trace that back to the, the origins of this world in which in six days God created everything that exists and it says on the seventh day he rested. He took a Sabbath. He stepped back and admired his work. He looked over what he had done over the past six days, and that was established into, into spiritual life as a good thing to follow, this Sabbath concept. And yet we in 21st century American Christianity have pretty much lost that idea that there's a need for a biological regeneration, recuperation period uh, for a spiritual pulling back so that we can rest and recycle and start afresh. It's uh, it's an important concept and we've almost lost it, but I, I really believe in it. And I encourage you, if you're a pastor or a Christian leader, if, if you're bivocational, by the way, God bless you. I don't even know how you do it. I'm really speaking to people who are vocational pastors for whom this is your your life, this is your job, so to speak, this is your career, and you have the option to set your own schedule. If you can at all do it, carve out a 24-hour period where you where you do something that you like to do for relaxation, whether it is whether it is going bowling or going fishing or go for a walk or just sleep and read or watch television or go to a movie or do something that will give you some distance from the pressure of your everyday role as a leader, as a pastor, and allow you to think and allow you to recuperate and allow you to rebuild every week. It's really important for your own mental and emotional health and your spiritual health. And I encourage you to try to figure out a way to carve that time out. You'll really be glad you did. Pastors need a day off. And while I'm on the subject, 
Pastors need a vacation from your church. I am in my pulpit a lot, maybe even more than some senior pastors. I'm in my pulpit 42 to 48 weeks every year, but even I need some time away to go and to get away from the church. I have an amazing team of young leaders and emerging pastors and leaders and teachers that I can put in place at a moment's notice, and I have absolutely no hesitation in leaving them in complete charge, and everything just goes fine. You need those people around you. If you don't have them, you should be developing them right now so that you can have time to take a vacation. Your family needs time to go to the beach or go to Disneyland or go to wherever it is that you go to get away for a week or two at a time not be in that pulpit and feel like everything's going to be all right. It's not all about you anyway. You need to carve out that time, those boundaries, that distance, that sacred space that you need in order to be the healthy pastor that your church needs.